0: So. how are there so someone I don't know if it was TJ or Noah, but you guys just said I think it was Noah because he's like talking about damn it. He's like, Well, I'm gonna say one that's not as bad. Like, how come there are levels to this? Yeah, and how come there is... are some there are some words where it's like, ah, you could say it, you probably shouldn't, but then there's other words where you're like, Oh god, you can't say it. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, well, we, like you all know the we one.
2: Say, <laughs> we say we say damn, we say ass on this show all the time, but the one time that
1: I drop an f bomb, TJ's freaking. Out. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have an explosive ratings have, on this." podcast. I had to <laughs> go in and edit that because otherwise, Apple. Well, that, I think we. St- I think there's there's still like I have to check, but there was a moment in time after that episode went out that we were like not. A, we our episode could not be downloaded in like three countries.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Gotta,
1: we <laughs> missed out. We missed we out. Sh- we
2: should have capitalized on that. We've we been so- censored. We're banned. <laughs> Jeez, for what is hot this? Takes. Dropping the w- lukewarmest of takes. Right. So much so that we are banned in three countries.
1: You, our you takes can't, so can't censor us. <laughs> we won't <laughs> be
2: withheld. Our takes are so toast, so bland, that people in three countries said, you know what? No, we not only will we not listen to this, we cannot
1: listen to this. The governments of three countries looked at our show and said, This is too spicy. This is it's like some street cred, you know? Like, yeah, yeah no, yeah. you
0: can't listen to us everywhere. We're not if available it, everywhere. We're banned
1: yeah. in Finland. I don't know. Right. I was just a random country, but like, but that would be the place. I feel yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> something Sweden. like that. Hmm. It's only available in four Scandinavian countries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is so weird, dude. I don't understand the internet or computers or sw- I don't understand any of it it's
1: interesting you're such an old man but like I, you I understood remember, com- didn't you like you felt like you understood computers not too long ago did you not I mean like mild you're a it gamer depends
0: on, it depends on the context
1: like you, you hit up the rocket league I mean I don't do that but I <laughs>
0: I You're have a computer
1: some nights that accesses the internet. <laughs> I don't
0: know anything about it. Like I remember you blew my mind when I was like, what is we were talking about the cloud and storage. And I'm like, how, how does it take up physical space? If it's this, it's a bunch of hard drives like, in Nevada and all of the uh, butt ton of them switches. And yeah, that's weird.
2: Computers are weird. I, yeah. we don't even know what we have in front of us really. Yeah. Speaking of things we don't know that we have in front of us, Shohei Otani.
1: Oh, my gosh. Dude. Dude.
2: Oh, man. If he
1: doesn't... Okay. Welcome to the Q4 podcast. As we have talked about before, this is a renaissance podcast. You are learning. Before we started recording, because I don't know how much of our science talk got in this recording, but you learned about how computers work, how the internet works, how language works conceptually. And now... It's time to get to what's really important. Shohei Otani.
2: I know we it's... had a while ago a discussion about MVP between I was here not Judge and Shohei Otani. I think Shohei Otani took personal offense to not winning MVP oh, yeah. last season. And I think we are now entering or have already entered LeBron James territory for Shohei Otani, meaning. People just don't are are getting tired of him winning and being like as good as he they're, is. They're getting voter fatigue, and so it's not yeah. it's not that he isn't the most valuable player. It's just people don't want to say it because it's boring after a while.
1: Uh and LeBron sad. James is the MVP again. Yeah, why doesn't someone just be better yeah. than him?
2: It, and it's sad conceptually when you really think about it that it's that Shohei Otani is boring he's the boring he's, pick our dude our man two home runs 10 strikeouts in his last start I, we have not seen that in a hundred years and he's leading, the, he also, leading the American it, League in all of baseball and, and homers
1: yeah to, to claim yeah. that shohei otani is the boring pick when the giant center fielder aaron judge is the exciting pick
0: stupid what well, aaron, aaron said,
3: judge Aaron judge has been out for the last month and a half and will be out for several more weeks with a telegram I mean, he's not even in the conversation anymore. Cause so he just, he'll oh, miss yeah. too much time. No,
0: but yeah. talking last year, it was just like, Oh, big guy hit home run. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But big what guy he... hit
1: home run in most home run friendly park in the league. Like <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous that it's
0: even a conversation. It is so like somebody said, I don't remember who it was, but somebody was like, Oh, he's not pitching very well this year. I'm like, yeah, but like, Think about what you just said. Like, oh yeah, he's just an all-star offensively, but oh maybe he's not like the Cy Young award winner. Like, I you're mean, talking about build, two like,
1: top, he's like
0: top 10 in innings in and ERA, is he not? I don't even like, know. It's I looked his ERAs like 3 point
1: crazy. something, which is like insane. I don't We just got a we just got a perfect game last night out of a guy with an ERA of over 4. He'd Which also 11- that was that was sweet by do, the way.
3: Do, we, Noah and I were talking about this over dinner before tonight. The fact is is that Domingo Herman in his last start, we were talking about how he gave up eleven earned runs, and he just comes in and throws a perfect game. You literally, Noah, I said it to Noah that it, really in all sports, but especially in baseball, anybody can come in on any given night and do something like that. It, it, it does it, help it,
1: that it was against the Oakland A's. <laughs> it's, well, it's a lot no, easier to throw a perfect also, game against them but also
3: like what, what i told noah i told him that the last four perfect games I, I listed off the last four pitchers to throw a perfect game and i asked noah if he knew of any of them and he, you knew one okay, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do it for you guys the last four perfect games including last night domingo herman felix hernandez philip umber dallas Braden.
1: Felix I, I is the only one. Yeah. Philip Bumber though. That's a that's a powerful name. Uh, that's Umber. a name. H U M B E R. Oh, Umber. I thought it was Bumber. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> Philip Bumber. But, I, but
3: that's the thing. Cuz I was telling Noah, it's like, you know, there there've only been 24 perfect games in MLB history. There've been way way more no-hitters. And for the no-hitters, guys like Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw, they all have no-hitters. Like the guys that you expect to be that dominant, they have their no-hitters. They don't have perfect games. It's all it's a bunch of guys that you don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I wonder like... if it's like trap game almost where it's a pitcher that they don't prepare as hard against. So he comes out just on it that night. And well, like, and... like last night you only struck out nine of the batters. Like the defense was defense. Well, was great. And, It has and, to be like
3: the, yeah. maybe even more, maybe even more impressive. Then the fact that he, like obviously threw a perfect game. He also, he threw a perfect game with a Maddox. 99 pitches for that perfect game. It was a Maddox perfect now, game. Now, if... if
2: That's insane.
1: That is if insane. Shohei Otani was to pitch a perfect game, do you think people would then finally stop saying he's the boring pick for MVP? <laughs> or would they still be like, okay, but like... Yeah, so what? But he was one really- for four
0: that night. Like, shut up, dude. Just, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so not here for any Shohei slander. Get that out
2: of here. I think baseball more so than most other sports, players are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They are too tied to their team success. I feel like if Shohei Otani were on the Dodgers, Or if he was a freaking
1: Yankee, he would, he would, it wouldn't even be a conversation. Not even a mention of anyone. Can you you imagine
2: if he played for like the Pirates or the White Sox? He wouldn't be getting any attention. I mean, he'd be getting a little attention, uh, some attention, but he would not would be getting, getting... I
1: I mean, you, you had, we had the attention from for O'Neill Cruz last season, not all that much. Yeah. Yeah, or a bit uh, Tim Anderson on the White Sox, who yeah. is a phenomenal player, who is also found out. You know, twenty six. He, I thought he was like in his thirties. I thought he had a massive career before this because I was like, oh, I've never heard of him, but he's so good.
3: And, and this year, it also helps that you know. So the Angels, as of right now, are forty four and thirty nine. Uh, this is the first time I. No, this might be the first or the second time I think that the Angels this late in the season actually had a winning record with Shohei on the, the team, and that and the, that
1: helps. The fact yeah. that he's making us forget and not talk about Mr. Trout, like we're talking about the Angels and we're not talking about Mike Trout well, being the MVP. Part of that, has even to though be the, he's my,
3: still... well, and Mike Mike Trout is having one of the worst starts to a season in his career, which is. <laughs> For a guy who you know is, old, he's is still like above average, he's batting 260 with double digit home runs. And we're saying, Oh, he's a, one of the worst starts. Yeah, he's season. he's and, oh, batting man.
1: better than Carlos Correa is right now. We're like, Oh, he's off to a pretty slow yeah, start. He sucks so far this yeah. year. But really,
3: I, I think Shohei Otani definitely he benefits the most from being in the second largest media market in the country. And even though they play a huge, huge second fiddle to the other baseball team in town. The fact is that he, he at least, because he's an international superstar, because he's in LA, and because the Angels have a winning record, I think now more national people are paying attention to him. Whereas, you know, beforehand, when the Angels were losing and he wasn't, quote unquote, this incredible, which is kind of hard to say because. He he may not have ever put it together like this, except for his other uh, MVP caliber season a couple years ago. But the fact that it's taking this and the Angels to be good, and for Mike Trout to not be the star of the show, that just kind of shows you how bad. And I, I, I'm, I will not be surprised at all. I mean, uh, honestly, I think it's going to be whoever offers him the biggest bag of money this year is going to land him, whether that's five, six, seven hundred million. Who knows? I mean, he's the most valuable twins.
1: player in baseball.
0: Twins, but twins, but twins, <laughs> whoever.
1: But, whoever, but Polad's got to open their money bags, he, man. Yeah.
0: They're but not even valued that high. The twins <laughs> as an organization,
1: but that but they that, will so be whoever, but whoever, whoever
3: signs, I mean, right now you, you've got, you've got to think that he wants to go to a place where he can win, but also like we haven't, we haven't heard from him. We don't know if he's just chasing the absolute last dollar or if he actually just wants a chance to win. Cause there's, I'm, I'm, I would reason to guess that there's only a few select teams that could pay him the money that he wants, but there are still teams that could offer him that money that may not be as good as some other teams like the Giants or the Red Sox could afford him,
1: but is he going to want to I mean, go there
3: where they haven't been that good of a team the last several years? Like we're talking about the Dodgers, the Yankees. Those are the we're teams also that be.
1: we're We're now talking about a league in which the high spenders are overwhelmingly falling apart this season. <laughs> oh yeah the, the Mets
3: the Mets and the Padres. <laughs> I think I, like it wasn't
1: for- so so if Shohei's gonna go somewhere that can af- a quote-unquote afford him like if you're going somewhere that oh well they can pay me they can pay a lot of people to play baseball there maybe that's not the best idea maybe being the highest paid player on a middle range team is all right <laughs> I don't think, think he's listening, TJ. I don't think you need to try to convince him. Like I don't I think, think he's cares. I think he's listening. Shohei. Hey, buddy, pal. Um, there's a team here in Minnesota that really would benefit from having someone who could hit a ball.
3: No matter you, who he goes to, he's gonna put butts in seats. There's no doubt
2: about that. Do you think the twins and the Cardinals could do a timeshare for Shohei Otani? <laughs> like <laughs> it's just for one team, he hits for the other. Or it's just like you trade them off for a series, and then when the Cardinals and Twins play, you each get them for a game. That's we get them, out, we get them on weekends.
0: That's interesting. What happens if if he's pitching to himself? Oh, he's, he's all of Honestly, a sudden on the mound, and there, he has to figure out how to hit. Now that's if MVP. A player,
2: if he if can, there are a player to figure out that. how to throw a 100 mile an hour fastball. Get to the batter's box and hit it in time, it would be Shohei Otami. He would be the guy to figure that out.
0: Do you think, do you think he's, people are sort of like, not as impressed as they were when this first like, oh my god, he pitches and hits. Like, do you think that sort of lost its luster a little bit, and that's
1: maybe it's, had a negative I think impact? It has and it's baffling that it has. Like, people how are just we're not people looking at that. the stats and they're like, okay, well, he's pitching fine, he's batting fine. Like, no, 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 no. Back up a little bit. Yes, you yes. just said and in the middle of <laughs> yes. that. Like, like we were talking. About, Carlos we were Carlos talk- Correa is batting eh, right? Sonny Gray is pitching well. We're talking about a guy who's pitching well and batting well. Yeah. Two highly specialized things. Literally two for one. He's a two for one. It's like if Kurt Cousins was also playing pretty well at middle linebacker.
0: Yes. Like there's not, there's no other sport like this where that's the case. Like it's,
2: Kirill
1: Kaprizov comes in one every five games to play goalie. Seriously, that's what it is. That's That's what what it
2: is. It would be Kirill Kaprizov coming in once every five games to play goalie and still scoring twice in that game.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like he's still getting goals. We just, oh, it's so frustrating. There's a reason that we haven't seen this in a century, a literal century. It's because it's really hard. It's really hard to be good at baseball, and it's, really it's hard, hard to be good to go at one at,
3: of it's, those it's, things. It's, yeah, it's because it, it is to, to the the greatest, the greatest to pitch, the greatest to hit. It's a full time job to do both. The best yeah. hitters and the best pitchers on their days, on their days off, and it, both before and after games are constantly tinkering and working on whether it's their pitch craft or their hitting craft. Shohei Otani manages to do. Both of those things. He has a very, very dedicated routine, which he has very specific times and days in which he focuses on his pitching
2: the, and his the, hitting. He 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 is simply amazing. And the fact the that fact... he is leading the American League in home runs right now, and is still a viable. I mean, he's not an ace, but he pitches to be like a a number two or a number three starter. Right. And the fact he's, that you're getting he's putting up that, Pablo
1: Lopez numbers, yeah. Yeah, okay. like, sure. the and I fact think that oh, you go, Noah, because I'm about yeah. to. Yeah,
2: no, I, I it's <laughs> just people are desensitized to it. And I think yeah. in an era where, you know, the era of social media where you're just seeing highlights after highlights after highlights, the specialness of any given play is kind of reduced. And that sucks because these athletes, whether that's Major League Baseball, whether that's football, whether that's basketball, whether that's hockey, these athletes are doing something incredible. And the fact that we are seeing Shohei Otani, superhuman. And the fact that Shohei Otani is doing this night in and night out. Sure, he may every single night he may not do something to get on SportsCenter Top 10. But the fact that he is still leading the American League in home runs is a viable DH candidate and is a top end rotation starter what more do you want from him literally a you vast have
1: to, I, I what i don't know what else do you I mean, could want from a him a vast majority of professional baseball players are not very good at baseball well, in did, like so it's like we're going to do the john boys thing right you got 100% of people 99.9% of them not very good at baseball we're going to zoom in on that 0.1% 0.1% of those people are who we look at the major leagues and say those are good at baseball because you got all the minor leaguers that'll never make it, you got the pros that are like fine, even though they're so much better than any of us could ever be. But we look at them, they're the Sean Mannions of the league. That like, he can throw a football better than I ever could, he can run faster than I ever can, he can do everything more athletically than I ever could. But you put him next to another guy in the NFL and he's like, What? But Shohei Otani is doing both of these things better than a majority of professional players. Yeah. I've I've
3: got the I've got his stats right now for the season. He is seventy-three. Uh. With a three point oh two ERA, ninety five innings pitched with one hundred and twenty seven strikeouts and a one point oh four win, he's
1: he's a That's... good he's a he's a good game away, a, a better than quality start away from having a sub three ERA, and people are and like, the, ah, "Well, his pitching's yeah. not that and, great." Yeah. Are you? And, and, we're at and the, for, almost at the All Star break, and for come and on, for, and, and, and
3: and for batting. In 314 at bats, he's batting 309 with a 392 on base, a 1058 OPS with 29 home runs and 66 RBIs.
2: The fact that he's on pace for 200 innings, what 15 to 20 wins, what probably around 40 plus home runs and 100 plus RBI in the same
1: season. Yeah. And these over are, 300. These are numbers that average. individuals with these numbers on both sides of the ball, are being nominated for Silver Sluggers and Cy Young Awards.
2: You I mean, take any one of those stats and you assign it to Ryan and Blair. Let's say player A is batting over 300. Player B is on pace to give you 45 home runs. Player C is on pace to give you 20 wins. And player D is on pace to give you 200-plus uh, innings. Those are great players. Those are borderline When Nelson Cruz players. hit, what was it,
1: forty-six yeah. home runs that season? That freaking ruled, and that was the only thing he did. And I loved him. I still love yeah. him for it. Yeah. No, you you said
0: those four players. Like you, all four of those players are starting on your on your roster. Absolutely, yeah, they're all playing ten times and out of ten. It's one and person. I,
2: I think the only you have way room that to put more could, people on your team. I think the only way that Shohei Otani could get any better is if he were able to multiply and actually play all four positions simultaneously. If he, if he, if he
1: were to take the player-manager role. If he was also <laughs> managing the team. That's true. Honestly, if mm.
2: put him in the front office, he can't manage it much worse Dude, than the A's have done over the last he five is years.
1: He is the Los Angeles Angels. That's it. So if he... Of Anaheim. Of, there you go. Um If he
0: goes... I mean, the most likely place for him to land, just in my mind, because it's someone and it's money would be the Dodgers like that always comes, <sighs> to, you know, he's still in the same location. He probably doesn't have to sell all of his crap like he's, you know, I
1: also imagine L.A. when you're a, a hyper millionaire is probably pretty sweet, probably it's <laughs> yeah, probably because
0: the one percent of the one percent actually likes L.A. Everyone else hates L.A. because it like sucks. Yeah, but, and with his new when contract, contract
2: it's probably gonna be like half a billion dollars at least. So yeah, that's, he's definitely one percent of the one percent. He has well,
0: to I be. Know. He has to get the biggest contract in Major League Baseball. Uh, there's like, no, way he there's no, he doesn't, no way he does. There's, it, right? there's
3: no. There's no comp. He would have him. to fight. He would uh, fire
1: his agent if he. That's so what I'm so saying. Well, that, that
3: that that's the comp <laughs> because we're, so like you know Juan Soto when he was still with the Nationals rejected the largest contract in mlb history he was offered 13 years 425 million dollars and he turned it down because he thought he was going to get more who knows he might he might still get more in two years i don't know the market's going to be insane but it's, that's one soto so he he is really money. good at this he's really good at the hitting thing but he doesn't pitch and so 425 million dollars he rejected for one of the best hitters in baseball show you is that and by the way, when he's at his best, pitches like a number two, even a, a lower end number one on your team, like uh, that. Everyone's just throwing out five, six, seven, hundred million dollars because they're combining what a top end pitcher and a top end batter would be together on in the open market. Uh, who knows what is Otani ends up getting? Person.
1: exactly. Yeah. And but so I think the thing we're all missing is that you would you have Shohei Otani, you can then hire another person at that position that you wouldn't it would have been taken up but now he's it's both his agent
0: has the best job in the world because like you were alluding to christian he could just say we're not taking anything less than 900 million like just try it because we're gonna find it yeah we're gonna find it somewhere because there's literally nothing there's no comparison there's there's because there's no way that Shohei Otani
1: sits out for a season all of the MLB someone would be like fine yeah if no one else is gonna do it I'm gonna do it talk about just
0: like walking into negotiations having all of the cards and all of the chips and just being like what What did you say 500 million
1: see ya I'm I'm never talking to you again goodbye this agent standing in front of people worth 10 billion dollars and being like you have literally no power I yep. I con- the- we control this room. Yes. If my client so much as like winces at something you say, it's done. It's yep. over. We're gone. Goodbye. Like we have we have all of the cards, all of the chips, and we're paying the dealer. <laughs>
2: yes, so yeah. like
1: we cannot lose. Like, we we literally lose cannot this. lose.
2: <laughs> TJ, you were talking about Chorytan becoming player manager make him player owner twins are worth 1.56 billion dollars just give him half the team give him That's 750 million dollars a half stake 50 percent i literally
1: team. have no issue with this
2: <laughs> I, I and
1: i don't we, we would welcome Shohei otani as a liberator he seems, <laughs> he seems like the type of guy who would only make
0: like good decisions as an owner too like he's there, not going like, to do parade. something stupid i yeah.
1: would hold a parade in minneapolis we can Not even a day. for winning. It would just it if Shohei Ohtani has bought the twins parade time. Yeah, That's it's, all. Oh, we've established June 29th, established Shohei Ohtani Day.
2: We've established that Shohei listens to this podcast. Shohei yeah, if you are listening He's one of our most are, passionate listeners. Let us negotiate for you. Uh we will definitely get you at least half the twins. And all we ask for in return is either a front office position or a coaching position. Not three, just one. We will do yeah. Just like you're we two for one, we're three well, for one.
3: Hey, and noah but I like in the reverse. I have in the re- yeah. we're one for hey. three. <laughs> I, I have my I have my foot in the door because yesterday you I went worked to Target the Polad. Field. Well, uh, not only do I work last yesterday I spent three hours building you mean, every, half, with half the people with in Minnesota
1: work for the Polads? No,
3: yesterday I spent three hours building dressers with Joe Polad, the president of the twins
1: like i, I work right. with well did you convince him. him to tell his brother to sell the team to Shohei
3: otani put in well, some notes the, no, joe, joe, joe poland is the one in charge of the twins he's the president of the twins he's not he's but that's he's even the, better convince him to give half his team
2: yeah. to show well i'm,
3: I'm sure that I, I made i made a mistake because i was wearing this car you built the dresser like, right <laughs> it was our one
0: opportunity <laughs> Christian, this is your fault <laughs> if the you twins won. don't get Joey Ohtani. Shohei
1: Ohtani. doesn't buy the twins. It's all your fault. Gosh. I'll, I'll have to wear
3: that for the rest of my life then, I guess. Here, we're going to make <laughs> yeah. you a shirt
1: that says I'm the reason Shohei Otani isn't in Minnesota. <laughs> you're going to have to wear it all the time. So, And when I, people just, ask you about it, you're going to have to explain it. The I whole thing. I, that's your broke of the owner of the Twins, and he said, "I will never sell this team to Shohei Otani because of what you, Christian, did to me, Joe Polad, president of operations for the Minnesota Twins." Yeah, I yeah, we, well, did, we didn't we didn't talk.
3: talk about Shohei at all. So wow, well,
0: that... circling hey, hey, no, circling no, hey back to the go, oh, go ahead.
3: I was well I'm sure you're going to say I was going to slightly change stuff was like hey Noah uh, given how the Cardinals are playing we know he's not going to be going there.
0: for weird. Time we're we're
1: we're ed- going to talk so about some baseball. Uh, twins are sad. They suck. Quote uh, Cardinals are Rocco sad. Baldelli we're, we did, we we're, I'm not doing my job. We're not doing our jobs. End quote. Rocco Baldelli. He also closed the locker room to media yesterday after they finished their sweep. Uh, the pitcher for the Atlanta Braves up to that point had a 6-plus uh, ERA and threw six uh, shutout innings against the Minnesota Twins, fielding a team that consisted of Joey Gallo, Carlos Correa, and Byron Buxton all at the same time.
2: At least uh. overlining, Twins still lead the AL Central, two games under five hundred. And
0: you know what? Like people are like, oh my god, the the Red Sox have a better. They're in last place. they have a better. I'm like, you know what? Like, who? Baseball is so concentrated with BS in with <laughs> money and well, politics and everything. Like, screw you. Like, are, the Twins the Red could Sox, win the division and lose in the first round and they, not win a game. But like, you know what? They won so, the division. So, and so also, I want to
2: Red Sox have the same record as the Twins right now, and they are last place in the AL East. However, they're in Boston. They are in a significantly larger media market than the Twins. So if you want to complain about that, spend more money. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe
1: maybe know your opponent. Hmm? Well, Twins Twins are only winning the games they're winning because they know they only have to win this many.
3: It's it's, it's 4D chess they're
1: playing here. At the end
3: of the day... You play your schedule. You play in the division that you're in. The Twins don't. The Twins didn't just choose to be in this division because they knew they were going to be a bad team and they knew they could take advantage of it. This is the, this is the cards that they were dealt. They're playing the way they are. They're not playing great, but the, the cards they that they were stakes, dealt, and they're
1: playing them very poorly. But somehow they're still ending up with a little so bit more that, money than that, the guy right next to them.
3: So everybody else in baseball can be upset about it, but you got to play your schedule. You play your division. That's just how it goes. And so and sure, are how a bad baseball team.
1: Yes, How they are. How juicy would it be for this if the Twins finish with a losing record, first in their division? For this to be the year they win a playoff game of all the years <laughs> of all getting close to a hundred wins before and not winning a playoff game. Imagine finishing the season seventy-nine and eighty-three, and coming in and with. Winning four games. <laughs> well, I mean, and moving on to the next round only to get the, the daylights beat out of him by the Tampa Bay well, Rays. I, who I cares?
3: Mean, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, the, the, the crazier things have happened because in 2004 and 2005, the Cardinals won 104 and 100 wins, 100 game, 104 games, and 100, 100 games, respectively. They got bounced from the World Series, and they got bounced in the NLCS. The next year, 2006, they went 83 games in the regular season,
2: and they won the World Series. I would not say that's crazier than the Twins backing into the playoffs with a losing
1: record and winning the first for the first time five, in 20 years.
2: Games, oh. I'm just saying that, that – <laughs> The Red that Sox 06, didn't
1: have the terrible mojo that the Twins the, have the, in the playoffs.
2: And the 06 Cardinals roster still had – Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland, Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright, Chris Carpenter. Either. All I'm saying is that 83 and 79, there were two games better than being a 500 team. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if the, if the Twins are the first team in playoff history to enter with a losing record, that is not more surprising than the Cardinals winning the World Series in 06. But I
1: do want to. I, I, I,
3: it's, it can't <laughs> it can't be surprising because someone has to win the division. No matter it, it doesn't matter if the Twins, the the Guardians, the White Sox, whoever. I, it, not just winning the
2: division, but like winning playoff games and winning the World Series. That, that, I'm sorry, as magical okay. as the 06 All right. season Okay, was.
1: All right. Okay. I have a thing I need to say. Ready? Yeah. Yes. The Minnesota Twins. If they lose in the first round of the playoffs this year, Minnesota will have gone four for four in first round exits, the four major teams. In the last year, yeah, batting a that thousand seems, at getting bounced in the very, first round.
2: That seems very on brand.
1: I like the way very you framed that, though. Like, yeah, Minnesota's batting a thousand. Yeah, the other kid. We are better than any other sports market at being just good enough to squeak into the playoffs and then getting horrifically uh, gutted. Against our or in front of our home audience. I mean succeeding in mediocrity. I think I
0: think I still hold and I, I to be honest, I don't know if this is the same take I had a couple of years ago. I don't really care. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> I think making the playoffs and losing in the first round is better than not making the playoffs at all. Every time. So like it's a it's a silver lining, but at least they made the play. And like I I cannot believe that no one has ever gotten with how many games major league baseball play which is just ridiculous i cannot believe no one's ever gotten into the playoffs with a losing record even by like one
1: one game under 500 like that's i think the the thinking is that with the amount of games that's that are played that the the law of large numbers will kick in at some point (laughs) and someone's gonna work their way to the top with like a 501 record but also like how is it possible like how is it
0: how, how has Major League Baseball made it so that you don't play enough divisional games for that to be possible? Do you know what I'm trying it's, to say? It because
1: it's this season because it's the first time in history that every team is playing all 29 other teams in the league. The divisional games have been cut down. Yeah.
2: And I so think that
1: that is what is going to enable the Twins to not only go to the playoffs with a losing record, but to get home field advantage. Yes. With a losing that's, record. That's like whenever I They could they, there is a possibility that the Twins could have home field advantage against the Yankees in a playoff game with a losing record. That's like a, a couple of years
0: ago in the NFL, where the AFC West was just dog, and everyone sucked. But or then you get the,
1: who was it? Home field it? advantage, was it, uh, Washington, the Washington Football Team, WFT, that ended up hosting a home field advantage at seven and nine.
2: Yeah, and then they they played the Bucks
1: pretty close in the first game. They
2: almost yeah, beat almost beat them. them. Yeah. yeah, or never in the know. famous Beastquake game. The Seahawks made yeah. it at seven and nine, and they took it to the saints and they promptly got their asses handed to them the next (laughs) (laughs) day.
0: I baseball is baseball is always weird, but that would be great. I just, I mean, can we not just get one playoff game? Like, can we not just win one? Like it can't, it's not like speaking of speaking of, it's not that hard. How is it possible to have a major league baseball team? That's won what? 21 games. Like yeah. just by flip of a coin, you'd feel like oh, you yeah. the, accidentally win well, more than
3: that. Well, Oakland is. <laughs> oh, I think so it's bad. it's a I, it's a it's it's a master class in how to be the worst.
1: Did you watch group the game? Did anyone else watch account? the game last night? the mm-hmm. The perfect no. game. No. I was watching it, and it was. I was about to go to sleep. I was like, okay, there's a perfect game on. I'm going to tune in. And whenever it's over, I'll go to bed because, like, if there's a perfect game, I want to—I want to see it with my own two bespectacled eyes. All right, I want to be there when it happens, and by there, I mean in my house in Minnesota, watching (laughs) it on my phone. Um, But I wanted to see it live, and I had gotten the notification it was the bottom of the eighth, so I turned it on. So I had to—I had to sit through the top of the ninth. Yankees up to bat. Uh, already up eight to nothing. They put up three runs and I was, I was frustrated because I was like, I want to go to sleep. Stop letting the Yankees score. <laughs> and the eight, A- the A's, they are like, I, I was trying not to wake up my sleeping wife, but I was laughing because they are, they're terrible. They got one out, right? Runners on first and second hit right up the ground, soft ground ball, the third. Okay, double play ends the inning. Throws it to second, misses him by like a foot high. <laughs> Two runs score. Ends up being a double. Well, honestly, the
3: it's the, just oh, the, it, it, the, the, so the, there're several players, there are several players on the A's Major League team right now that if they were in, in on any of the other 29 other if they were in any of the other 29 organizations of baseball, they would not be in the Major Leagues right now. But, the Oakland has gone so far down to the studs where anyone making any sort of money whatsoever with any sort of a major league service time was shipped out in trades, cut, released. I mean, it is do you
1: they are. Could, do you think we could get a roster spot in Oakland? We probably could. <laughs> I mean, it, well, and it's night Are they going to host some open tryouts? Maybe. Kind of that, like, emergency goalie situation where they got that guy in the stands that can come in in case all three goalies get hurt. Put put the pads on. Hey, all right, pitcher, all right, TJ Beerbaum, come on down from the stands. You're (laughs) the next contestant on the Oakland A's baseball team. Here we go.
2: And I I think this is a scathing indictment of a larger issue in professional sports. And that's ownership groups really don't care about their fans anymore. Not at I all. I mean, sure, you've, you've got teams who are loyal to their fan bases, team well-established teams like the Yankees, like the Cardinals, like the Patriots, like the Cowboys, teams who have had a history of success who are almost synonymous with their city. And that's because they care about their fans and they care about putting a winning product forward. We've seen in the last decade a massive increase in the number of teams leave their cities and I think that's because rich people who own these teams do not care and they just see it as a financial investment and they want to see they want to to take their team to the place where they're going to make the most money decades of history decades of fandom be damned
1: they do not give one in the case of Oakland in the case of Oakland it's like like they actively hate their fans like they, and it, it's, it's, it's like, it's like the ownership is just trying to make everyone there feel as bad as they can. They are. And the A's
2: are a classic example of them kind of putting their, their wishful thinking. It's like that ultimately the A's ownership group and major League baseball want to paint a portrait. It's like, Oh, the A's don't care about their, their, team they're a bad team because the fans don't support them so therefore we need to move them out of Oakland to get them to a better spot the truth is the Oakland days are spending seven 70 million dollars on their roster right now their entire roster their entire payroll is 70 million dollars that is what Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. Paul Goldschmidt 26 Correa is getting 25. 36 year. Yeah. yeah that's that is two superstar players and uh, let's throw in a Steven Matz on the Cardinals. Steven Matt's contract, not so great. But still, what the Cardinals are paying three players, Oakland is paying an entire 40-man roster. It's ridiculous. It is so well, dumb that they do not... And, and once again, it, their, own, their owners, they're the ones who make the rules they can, but it's dumb that they can get away with this. It's dumb that yeah. they can put well, together well, a non-competitive team and throw it out there and expect to make money well, and be able to take it where they want. And sure, it's it's... Their team, but also it's not their team. It's Oakland's team. The fact that they are doing this to take that team away from Oakland, a team, a a city that has been royally screwed over by major
1: sports leagues. And and the owner is not some guy who doesn't have any money. Let's be clear about this. Like if he wanted, he could single handedly turn the Oakland A's into a world class organization. Well, he has like he is worth as much, if not more, than the Polad family. Well, that that that's the
3: whole like, thing. Is that where? Because in the in the last couple of years, the Oakland A's crossed the line from a franchise that always struggled with money, but was at least trying to build something, build a winning product in Oakland. They're the inventors the last of, of metrics well, for people Well, the last, come well, on. The, la- the last couple of years, though it became very clear that they were not interested. They were no longer interested in being in Oakland. They, they were dead set on moving... And so they took and they the saw play, that the Raiders
1: did it. So they're well, like, Oh, we can well do they, it.
3: too they took they took the playbook used by especially Stan Kroenke and the Rams, but less so with the Raiders, where basically it's like, Well, we need to prove that Oakland is an untenable situation for us. We have to move. So we're going to tear it down to the studs, not field a competitive team, and just spend years and years toiling away with declining attendance, declining revenues, and then we're gonna cry foul and say, see. This place is
2: terrible. The fans don't support us. We don't get any TV money, so we have to move. And I think the part that makes me really upset, and I think Christian are a little more sensitive to it because it happened to one of our teams with the Rams moving in 2016. Not only is your city losing a part of itself, but all of the negative national attention and people who have no idea what the hell they're talking about? Disparaging your town, talking trash about your town—it's infuriating. And the fact that, particularly in the case of Stan Kroenke moving there, Stan Kroenke is from St. Louis. His full name: Eno Stanley Kroenke. He's named after two St. Louis Cardinals legends. And the fact that he is saying these things about his hometown is disgusting. And the fact that Stan Kroenke is as successful as he right now, as he is right now. That's also disgusting, and so just it's infuriating to see so many people trying to dunk on Oakland when Oakland did nothing wrong. Oakland was just existing; they were literally just vibing, having Oakland was just Oakland. They were like, "Hey, put
1: put some good baseball out there, and we'll go to a game."
2: And in the last several years, they've lost the Warriors, they've lost the Raiders, and they're now losing the A's. They have, and even down to the point
1: where the commissioner of the, the major league is talking trash about them as an organization and the fans and it's i i think what really what really gets me is that the owners they forget maybe that like aside from the fact that sports is a important cultural coming together and, and building the city and all that all the sociology you can get into that and all the cultural stuff it's also like economically it's very good for a city to have a a team a, a a team that's doing well, an organization, a business that brings in a lot of revenue. is good for a city in general. Like uh, the Minnesota Vikings just paid off their uh, stadium uh, twenty three years earlier than it was supposed to be paid off. Uh, so now that's just the point. That's that's a bunch of money getting put back into Minneapolis. Like right. that's. That's a good thing.
2: Uh, actually, the way that those, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, those I know. Uh, stadium what? agreements are written, now the Vikings get most of that money.
1: They get most of that money, but people going to the stadium—it's a new stadium, and it's—I was thinking more along the lines that it's a signifier that the Vikings are staying in Minnesota. They are a cultural cornerstone. Stadium holds eighty thousand people. It brings a lot of people into the city. It's good for a city. Wrigley Field in Chicago—the Cubs are good for Chicago. I know you yeah. don't like the Cubs, but, but it's like, it's like good for the city to have it that, and it's not the not indirect
0: the, effects of that too. Like like it, you said, it's people who wouldn't usually go, but it's oh, I'm going to a bar after, I'm going to a bar before, or I'm sitting at a bar and watching the game. Like that's I
1: I have gone to I, a Twins game. As part of a bachelor party, that the seats we were in was right in front of another different bachelor party. And the (laughs) vibes were immaculate. Let me tell you, (laughs) it was so good. That's good for a place.
2: And not to get political, but I mean, it once again, it's just, it shows how out of touch billionaires are. These are billionaires who are viewing people and teams. As dollar signs and completely willfully ignoring decades of history and cultural ties that a team builds to its city just because they can get, you know, another couple zeros in their bank account in
1: a few years. These teams, especially the oldest teams, were like, they're just clubs of dudes that got together Mm -hmm. sometime and they were like, hey, let's all have a uniform like it was the equivalent yep. of the the intro, or not that the city league softball team that you go out to on Tuesday nights right like that's what it was it was just a thing that people did cuz it was fun and cuz some of them were pretty good at it hmm. and that's a
2: that's a good thing
0: and, and they it. did that they did that like before world war 1
2: like, yeah. like it's been yeah. around for a long time the cardinals have been in st louis since 1882 like that's ridiculous, the, dude.
1: That's insane. What else that's has been so around long. since
2: the late 1800s? Anything? Nothing.
1: Nothing has. It filled Nothing. me with. It filled me with a great sense of pride at St. Thomas, looking out and seeing the the Mayak Championship banner, and the first year being 1885. It filled my yeah. heart with so much joy. Like that's sweet. Yeah. And, like that was that great. was 150 yeah. years ago, man. Yeah. And it would that be was one thing. The car existed. That was forty years before the car existed. Jerry Jones
0: is still in high school. Like it was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it would be
2: one thing if they were honest about it. If they just came out and said, "You know what? We don't care what any of you think. We're going to get more money doing this." And so, see ya. That would and still if, suck. Or,
1: or even even if they did, like, talked about it like business people came out and said, "Hey." We're losing money on this team. We can't keep that up. We got to bring it to a market where we are going to make more money. Because then, uh, you know what that you know what that might do? Fans might say, "All right, let's, we'll go to more games." It's <laughs> yeah.
2: also that yeah. I also think that's a, t- a bunch of BS. Owners crying poor even when they're getting no. Oh, no, no. Of I know that's a bunch of BS. But like,
1: but like, but, come th- out. But and I say, <laughs> but
2: I think that's part of the problem is they are trying to convince people of this vision that they have in their head that is fundamentally false and flawed. They're trying to portray themselves as just fair, reasonable businessmen who are just doing what's best for them and their employees. But they're not. They're just greedy assholes who want the most amount of money possible. And the fact that you have literal billions of dollars and you do not give one flying shit about anybody who is giving you that money. There goes our about the fans. again. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Europe. Um, <laughs> but the fact that they do not care about anybody, that they do not care about anything other than getting from $1.2 billion to $1.47 billion in the next five years is just sad, and it's gross. And, and it ruins it just, sports. It ruins sports. It ruins yeah. Yeah. the legacy of these teams. And it ruin like, I do not blame any, anybody in the city of Oakland or in that region if they never watch another MLB game again. I know a yeah. lot of people in St. Louis who do not watch the NFL because of the Rams leaving and how they left. Yeah, That's right. totally true. And, and it sucks that Major League Baseball is willing to lose Tens if not hundreds of thousands of fans, just so that they can get a little bit more money in
1: their uh, their pocketbooks. But, Even but no. They're dying, they're Why dying. is baseball dying? Why is baseball? Uh, all we dying. did was go all we did was go into a city that did nothing wrong and beat them and then take their city from them. Yep. baseball Why dying is baseball because, dying? Baseball is dying because you're enabling owners
2: to put out less than good products on the field, you're encouraging them to spend as little money as possible on their players. When the point is to field a good team, you're encouraging them to not field a good team so that they can then move and what, try and build a good team in Las Vegas? In Las
1: Vegas?
0: Or at least try to get some money from outside sources because you're in Vegas and not in Oakland. And I mean, it's the same reason that if you watch a a home game for the Rams that 50 percent of the people, if not more, are not Rams fans. Like they're just well, they're, they're wearing are, a random jersey or they're there or whatever.
3: There are serious questions about from a lot of people about the viability of baseball in Las Vegas for a lot of reasons, but some of the main ones being like one, when Vegas, when if when the A's move to Vegas, Vegas will become the smallest media market in, a, in MLB uh they are smaller than milwaukee which is i didn't really know that i thought i thought las vegas was a bigger city than that but apparently it isn't because there's just a lot of people who there's vacation there There, there's yeah there's there's a lot of permanent residents here and and so what you're what you're relying on is okay like las vegas is definitely a tourist draw no doubt about it but especially in the summer with the proposed ballpark being only partially indoors, not fully Ooh, indoors Summer in
1: Vegas outdoors.
3: Yeah. So, and,
1: Two and, and a half and hours sitting on at 120 now, part degrees of, out
3: part of it. Part, part, part of it is in some of the different designs, they're trying to decide whether they want to do a full retractable roof or a partial open stadium.
1: And Ooh. I, it, it, and, and oh, part of it is like, football
3: outside in December. Well, and, and, And I'm thinking Uh. about it, and I'm thinking about it from my perspective, too. So, like, you know, I've never been to Vegas. But, like, for instance, now everyone plays everybody now. So, every two years, the Cardinals will go to Vegas. And for someone like me who's a diehard baseball fan, I could see myself saying, you know what, flights, I can get a flight, a $75 flight to Vegas on Sun Country on some weekends in 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 the middle of the summer, right? So, I could get a cheap flight, cheap hotel. I could go see the Cardinals for a weekend in Vegas, explore Vegas. Cool. What? What casual baseball fans
1: are gonna do that
3: unless you happen to be in Vegas and it's like, oh well, there's thirty dollar tickets, I can just go see a game. I well,
1: they,
0: they're, that, they're too, looking I mean, they're
1: looking at hockey and uh football. They're looking at hockey, even though hockey was an expansion team, which is an entirely different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but they're and not thinking football, about which is the largest entertainment product in the world, and they will have the NFL has no problem filling the stands in a city of 30,000 people Well, and, in, and the, in Green Bay. And, so and think, the, the football is a different animal. That's the well, problem. Baseball has 162 games a season, 81 well, and, and, home games. And I think Getting butts so, in seats when it's 120 degrees out in a place that's the smallest media market in the United States, that's not going to well, fly.
3: Well, and I think, and I think the A's, the, I think one way the A's ownership's looking at it too is that they're hoping for the similar kind of success that they had with the Raiders moving, where well, you know, Las Vegas is only three hours from Oakland, and so there's gonna be a lot of Raiders fans that will still travel the three hours to see their team play. I don't know how many A's fans are gonna be traveling from Oakland or Northern and Central California. To Vegas to sit outside in a partially open air stadium when it's 120 degrees outside in the summer. The joy yeah. of
1: baseball is getting twenty dollar tickets to go to a game. The the NFL again, it's a completely different product because to go to an NFL game you already have to you you are spending upwards of a hundred dollars on a ticket to go to an NFL game. It's a very different event. A baseball game is much more localized. You spend thirty bucks on a Twins game because hey, it's a Tuesday afternoon. It's a nice day outside. I'd like to go watch the Twins. They have any tickets? Sure. Let's go sit in the bleachers. It's a different thing. There's also four
0: games a week for the MLB. There's not one on a weekend like there is in the
1: NFL. There are eight home games a year in the NFL. Yeah. Maybe. And and if you're trying to get just I say maybe because of Buffalo. If you're
2: trying to just get visitors in Las Vegas to go to a game, if you're not a baseball fan and you're spending a week in Vegas, why the hell would you <laughs> want to go to an A's game when you're in Vegas? Like, I it's could just, yes. be eating.
1: I could be eating a thousand dollars worth of food for forty dollars at one of several places. Yes, right. Why one would I go outside to watch buffet. the worst team in the yeah. MLB? I don't and know. I feel, and
0: Vegas is like the, the worst place. In the world, like it's yeah. it's it's yeah, fun yeah, for like much. a weekend, but it's like ah, it's like environmentally, a no one lives there. Ecologically, it's called Sin
1: City just, for a reason. Yeah, like it's, it's the just closest the worst thing place. to hell that exists on this planet. <laughs> Seriously, it's 130 degrees every day. There is there's no, no water, water. There is no <laughs> grass. There are no clouds to block the sun. It so sit a inside in the desert. desert. Let's go sit outside for three hours on metal seats and watch I, baseball.
2: I know we've been going a while, and this is just a completely different topic. But <sighs> we, we touched on it a little bit, but the way that leagues force cities to fund stadiums that are just inherently stupid. Like, I'm sorry. I know... We love the Vikings, but the fact that they wanted Minneapolis to pay five hundred million dollars for an open yeah. air stadium that would be yeah. unusable for yeah. eight months of the year—I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, Wilfs—that is a dumb. Absolutely ass not. You Absolutely are stupid, <laughs> and you should be. i, I don't know what, but it, it's just so something. <laughs> well, that well they you
1: should—you should be what they were forced to do, which is uh, a different stadium, please—one right. that's not open air maybe right in Minnesota.
2: I'm just, I'm just thinking all of all the concerts, all the events that happen there after the Vikings are inevitably bounced in the first round. Yep. In, Monster you know, jam late January, February, March. Those would not have happened if that was open air. And now that the A's want <laughs> oh an gosh. open air stadium in Las freaking Vegas. <laughs> You're in, concert or, in not, july not, not, full open
3: air. not full open air it'll be uh, partial. at a bare minimum partial at at, a, at one summer par, partially enclosed stadium
1: partial but open still, air is still not ac i think it's that's a, still it's open and heated. Heated.
2: yeah, yeah. so hot. when it gets off, when it gets 120 degrees in las vegas it's going to be 120 degrees in and now you're under glass
1: heat. so not only is it 120 degrees but you're also in a greenhouse yeah yeah, and it's you're just, just
2: sitting
0: watching your team get waxed by 13 yeah. and you are just well, like wedding. Once, again, it, just,
2: once again, it just shows how out of touch owners are with just like the regular fan experience. And they just they don't know because they're in their boxes. They're in AC, yeah. they're well, living in the lap in the laps of luxury. Yeah. And, they do not care about the people who can only afford a five dollar ticket in the outfield and go. Who are their most passionate stations. fans? Well,
1: well exactly. And, and, and,
3: part of it is is that I think the A's are still going to struggle because most of the stadium renderings have it. It is going to be, no matter what iteration it comes out as, this stadium is going to be the smallest footprint in Major League Baseball. At at its most, they're looking at 30,000 seat capacity. So just a small stadium with, uh, because right now, Target Field, is the smallest footprint of any major league ballpark. I, it takes up the least amount of space. The, but ball, the Vegas ballpark will be answers. smaller than that. Yeah. And th- now granted, this this ballpark, the plan is for it to be just on the other side of the interstate from the strip. You're you're basically a two-block walk block off the strip. But again, with limited parking and like because again, what like in Oakland, Ace fans tailgate, as they did for the Raiders, there's not gonna be any tailgating, there's no parking lots. You're just expecting people to walk up from the strip or Park along the streets, parking lots uh, around the neighborhood wherever I don't know where people park in Vegas, but it's just it just seems all all wrong it's just, it just also
1: it's me. just from a business perspective it makes no sense, man. why are you what are you doing going to a place with no established? do you understand how many games a baseball team plays? <laughs> and that's a like when lot. there's no established fan base you're not you're not getting people who are coming to your stadium, man with the Tuesdays are gonna be empty.
2: With the Raiders and the Golden Knights, the Raiders, once again, we established the NFL is a completely different beast. There are only eight or nine home games now, depending on how you slice of whatever conference you're in. And the Raiders came into Las Vegas
1: and they they played pretty well to start. They're not great anymore. Yeah, but until they, they their were... entire internal organization <laughs> collapsed in on itself under the weight of its own terrible yeah. decisions. <laughs> but they were doing decently well to
2: start. So that, that drew fans in.
1: The Golden Knights
2: are just doing surprisingly well. Yeah. I mean, so they, yeah. Cup, so like, I mean, they won like,
1: you know, <laughs> doing that. And, and so winning is fans. fans. And, yeah.
2: People like to go see winning teams,
1: being an expansion team and making the Stanley cup twice in your first three seasons, winning at one of those times. That'll, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the fact that you are intentionally tanking as the A's to get to Las Vegas means it's going to be, you're going to be rebuilding when you get to Vegas, nobody's wanna, gonna gonna want to go see the sixty-win Vegas A's. Also, that just sounds stupid. You thought it was hard. To, you thought it was hard to feel <laughs> the
1: team when you were intentionally not spending money. Just wait until you've lost half your net worth. Now, how yeah, do you feel? Dude,
2: it, hey, I, I, it just baffles my mind that anybody thinks that this is a good idea.
3: Hey, I mean, I, at least as at the A's um, with this. With this move, the A's will now solidify themselves as the all-time uh, record holder for the franchise to move the most times. They went from Philadelphia to Kansas City to Oakland, and now they're going to Vegas. Oh, that's
0: what a too terrible bad. organization! They just need to like yeah. refresh. Just like throw this one
1: in the garbage and try again. Yeah, and, like, just you know what? A's, make, a's create a new team. The... Now what's what's restarted Philadelphia bees. Let's <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah. just tr- let's run this <laughs> back and try it from the top. All right. All of those teams mentioned, though, have established teams now. Like Philadelphia Phillies, which is just funny. Kansas City Royals—they're not good, but they're. Does a that team. count? Yeah, I guess. They're I mean, they're a team and they're in Kansas City still. They so right. Right they've won the World Series in the
2: last decade, so I think it counts. They've so, won a World Series. Gosh, World Series. They've, they've won, won the have.
1: World Series more recently than the Twins and, and the Twins. Yeah. That. The, uh, okay. Anthony, you go.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, like, I this is very getting back to what we talked about at the beginning, but we, we started with perfect game conversation, right? Yeah. Like what, what is the equivalent of a perfect game in other major sports? Because I was trying to think about it and I don't think there's a comparison. Yeah.
2: So I was trying like, to think about that too. Like in the NFL, you have all of the single game records, like, you know, uh, AP, What was it 292 yards? 297, 297. Yeah. Um, you have seven passing touchdowns. Um, you have so many. what, four interceptions, is it, five rushing is touchdowns. It five or six
3: field goal kicks in the game.
2: Something like that. Or the or the 68 yarder by Justin Tucker. But even then, those are like a momentary like like the field goal kick. Like that that's a momentary flash of brilliance. Yeah. And I yeah, I don't know, because like a perfect game is so rare. I mean 24. Perfect games right. in more than a hundred and what thirty hundred and thirty-five years. There, the number was somewhere
1: insane. in like a hundred. There was, it was in the hundred thousands of games have been played in the MLB. Yeah, right. And there have been twenty-four perfect games now. And the that's with it, that
2: you have less than a point one zero percent of a percent of a chance to throw a perfect game. I mean, all of the stars have to align correct yeah and even then you might not get it
0: yeah. like you have to it's it's almost a as much of a like because I, I was about to say it's like it's like a very individual effort but it really isn't like it it looks that way because he gets credit for the perfect game mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. uh, what's his face at first base had an incredible diving stop that's like you you need to have those that's, types that's of plays the
3: that's the your rule defense. every perfect game there's always at least one great defensive play to keep it alive your
1: defense to needs to be on it yeah
0: and I, I just don't think there's anything else like you football the other thing is too is like you're you're playing for two and a half hours like you don't like you said no it's not just like oh, i'm out there six times to kick a field goal and i did my job it's like no you need to mm-hmm. Literally change the course of the game the entire time that you're in it, like, Mm -hmm. and you're in it, and you literally half of the game. If you take a break, you're
2: done, right? (laughs) It's over. That's like a quarterback throwing a hundred percent, like executing everything.
1: That's a quarterback throwing a touchdown on every time he throws the ball. uh, Yeah,
3: I I, because in a lot of ways, where the quarterback is the one. Who starts with the football and makes everything happen the the pitcher's the same way the pitcher controls everything because he's the one that starts with the ball it's him that dictates where the ball goes and what happens at the batter's box like the a pitcher and a quarterback are very similar in that way where the ball starts with them and they have a lot of control in how it goes
0: i think i kind of like the comparison of throwing a hundred percent completion rate like but doing it starting the game and not just that's, being like, "Oh, I'm throwing well, like well, little... so, so throwing
1: throwing a hundred percent completion rate, but also like not not getting sacked, not throwing right. any passes for negative yards, yes. no fumbles, and not just it's, little dinky West coast and that's why there's no quantifiable way to do it. I, I, well, like, maybe,
3: but that's the thing I, I guess when, when you're calling when you're calling a performance like what Domingo Herman had last night, it's a perfect game because literally he did his job to perfection. No he did mistakes. not allow a single base runner. He did as good as a pitcher it, can do. Yeah. Like, like a quarter, like I think what you just said, TJ's right. Like if we're going to talk about a quarterback, a quarterback would have to be a hundred percent completion rate, no sacks, no, no mistakes, no, nothing that negatively impacted his team at all. And a, I don't a, know if we're going to
1: see that. A perfect game is a pitcher doing lit literally statistically speaking, a pitcher cannot be better. So we just have to find what the equivalent is. Where statistically speaking, a quarterback could, within the rules of the game, could not perform better, and I think that's an unattainable one because I'm if I'm thinking about it, that means touchdown on every pass, ninety nine yards on every pass. Well, and I, how how lo- I, in ninety nine yards in the air? I don't
0: I, I, I don't think nah. so because like you could say that a perfect perfect game is twenty seven strikeouts, but like. A perfect that's game an, is just getting yeah. twenty-seven outs, right? But
1: that's yeah, like
2: or
0: and you need the other ten could be, or eight people to. well do you need
2: that. A wider like, you to get the ball. Right. You perfect, perfect 27 pitches, 27 right? You could say a perfect perfect game would be twenty-seven pitches, twenty-seven outs. You only need one pitch per out.
1: True. Yes. See, Where well, it's so like, what's uh, better, a strikeout or a one-pitch out? Well, so I'm just I'm saying it's so like there's like <laughs> yeah, a quarterback.
2: If a quarterback goes thirty-five of thirty-five for four hundred and seventy-two yards and six touchdowns, they did not miss a receiver. They did not take a sack. They did not fumble the ball. They did not lose yardage on a single play. I think that is the equivalent of a. Perfect well, and game. I mean that's why and we have just, we
1: have passer ratings and quarterback ratings that try to quantify that. But a perfect passer rating, you can make you like it allows for dropped passes because yeah. things are weighted. Which like, touchdowns stupid, are weighted heavier than? Uh, an incompletion and interceptions are weighted heavier in a negative way a completion per yards and it's some complex not actually that if i showed it to my wife she'd be like that's easy what are you talking about Um, (laughs) but to me it's complex yeah it's
0: that's that's an interesting thought like i don't even know what what it would be in other sports i don't even know if we want
2: to go down that road Also, the fact that a perfect quarterback rating is 158.3 is a very American thing. Oh, it just makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, and if you
0: did it, oh my God. I don't even want to yeah. talk
2: metric and imperial,
1: dude. That is like one of my oh well, my. Well, we God. did start out this podcast by debating whether or not you knew what a meter was, Anthony. So yeah, but that was also
0: <laughs> out of context, and you that was that was more on you than it was on me. Your you didn't so. your knowledge of I the electromagnetic am, I spectrum.
1: Am always right. <laughs> this is what we have learned on this show. What did totally we learn today great. on Q4, TJ? Always right. TJ is
0: always right. Uh, Noah did you did you like watching I don't know if you did watch but did you like watching the celebrations of uh, the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA finals and Stan Kroenke getting about like six minutes of press time about how incredible he is that he's juiced money into this organization and the Nuggets are so lucky to have stan Cronky and stan Cronky and stan Crockett. i i literally i was watching it and i was like oh man i didn't
2: know but
3: just it hearing right you mention that makes me want to throw up in my mouth <laughs> yeah
2: you know, i recently deleted my twitter account uh because it was just taking such a, a negative toll on my mental health like i could just every time i opened the app i could feel myself getting really stressed out and really anxious and it's kind of the same thing with Stan Kroenke, where I just—I have chosen not to read anything <laughs> about that man. I have chosen not to listen to him. I his voice just like causes an anxious response in my body, so I just—I've cut it
1: out. So we'll know we'll I, know that that process is complete the next time someone says Stan Kroenke and you say who? Or or they just get vaporized like you say yep. it in front
0: of okay. Noah and they just get eliminated like they're gone. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Just i like hating that from taking his
2: that life. negativity. Not, the ultimate step is I will erase Dan Cronky from existence.
1: The next time, some, that, mm, <laughs> I like mean, it. That sounds be careful, diabolical. Be careful to what she admit on this podcast, then, Noah.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm not saying. I'm I'm not saying we're going to kill anybody.
1: We're already banned in Finland. We don't need to be banned <laughs> uh, elsewhere.
2: Not in St. Louis.
1: Well, actually, they might support that, but yeah. Well, only, we'll only only be allowed in St. Louis.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> hashtag Romo2020. Hashtag Anthony should choose the Vikings. Hashtag Teddy's job. Hashtag spoof for booth. Hashtag Kevin. Hashtag Minshew Man. Hashtag Jolt the Bolts. hashtag cob Bostis. Hashtag Kiss Carter. Hashtag plug me in. Hashtag hack Hashtag WTFWFT. Hashtag build the puma. Hashtag it wing. Hashtag chow. Hashtag hire Jacob Schneider. Hashtag Ham Standwich, Hashtag base food Bass Cocker. Hashtag Ohio does exist. Hashtag I didn't need a uh, hold on. Let's pause. Hashtag fix the mic for Mike. Hashtag who's your bad wagon. Hashtag PJ Fleck elite. Hashtag quick trip with two C's. Hashtag girth. Hashtag Craig. Hashtag juice it. Hashtag Herbert. Hashtag how dare us. Hashtag you want good. Hashtag Philadelphia bees.
1: Oh, let's go <laughs> oh. Philadelphia bees. Like it. Uh, the one thing we didn't get to, but I just want to toss this out as a closing thought. The funniest possible event. In the NFL offseason will be Delvin Cook signing with the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott signing with the Minnesota Vikings.
2: What if the that funniest is the, poss- What if that's the move that pushes both of the teams over the top? And it's a Cowboys, Vikings, NFC championship game.
1: <laughs> that would that would just be so wrong that it's right. Yeah. I'd be yeah. fine with it.
0: You know, two running like, backs who leave
1: because they want to get paid more, and they go yeah. to the other teams that didn't want to pay the first one, and that's the key <laughs> to greatness for them. Watch I this space. It. We called it. That's our t- that's our take for the NFL season. <laughs> Zeke to the Vikes. Pete him. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, for listening. Hey, uh, okay. we'll see you next time. <laughs> 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 What a show.